Welcome to the New Beginnings Doing a 180 podcast. My name is Meredith Kendall and I am the co-author of the 180 program. So this is part three of uh, leadership, becoming the leader that God created you to be. And um, I am so looking forward to sharing with you a few things. So first things first, you can't feed others from an empty plate. So dear leader, if you are empty, it is time to get filled back up. That means emotionally, spiritually, physically, whatever it is, wherever you're lacking, you need to find others to pour into you as a leader. Um, remember, leaders don't go alone. The great leaders have accountability partners. They have coaches. They have people that walk with them, okay? And they fill them up also. So um, you are the way you are because that's the way you want to be. If you really wanted to be different, you'd be in the process of changing right now, Fred Smith. I first saw that quote when I was teaching in a local county jail, and it was... Um, It was posted above the the uh, payphone, and back in that jail, in order to teach, you had to go into their cells and sit with them at picnic tables. And I saw that wake week in and wake out, and I just had to laugh because of the placement of it. But it is true, and it's not just because they were in jail. It's true with anybody and everybody especially leaders. You are the way you are because that's the way you want to be. If you really wanted to be different, you'd be in the process of changing right now. You can't feed others from an empty plate. So if you want to do something different, if you want to go that next level in leadership, then you need to get people um, and to walk with you and to be a part of your life and to help you. So how do we do that? Well, Proverbs says, good planning and hard work lead to prosperity but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty and plans succeed through good counsel. So don't go to war without wise advice. Well, okay. Good planning and hard work lead to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. Okay. So if you're a leader that just runs by the seat of their pants and okay, we'll just figure it out as we go. And then when it gets too hard, then you decide to take a shortcut. Well, hasty shortcuts lead to what? Poverty. But you've got all these plans. Okay, now you need to take them to people who have been there, who have done that, who are above and have already succeeded where you want to go and ask them for their advice, okay? So today though, we're gonna talk about some words. So here we go. Fear, excuse, complacency, mediocrity, self-esteem, self-confidence, Procrastination, action, change, and comfortable. So when I said those words, what definition came to you? My question is, what are you afraid of? Are you afraid of the unknown? Are you afraid that you'll never be good enough? Now, sometimes fear is good. It's our conscious telling us that this is going to end up badly, so don't take another step. The challenge becomes when we allow the fear of the unknown because we have never tried it any other way, paralyze us into making excuses as to why it won't work. So have you ever heard somebody, a, a boss, a leader, a business owner, um, answer the question, why, with, well, we've always done it that way. Good chances they're comfortable and change makes them nervous. So why do we get comfortable and why do we fear change? Part of it can be complacency. 
Complacency can be the answer to why we fear change. To be complacent means to have a feeling of being content or self-satisfied, especially when coupled with an unawareness of danger, trouble, or controversy. When we get complacent, we allow mediocrity to become our standard of living and doing life. Now, mediocrity is um, defined as being second, and we allow this way of living, of doing life, when we allow excuses to become our normal vocabulary. Excuses, they allow us to procrastinate, to put off till later, instead of taking action and making things happen for ourselves. Did you know, did you know that every single person is given the same 24 hours? It's what you do with it that will determine your tomorrow. So instead of putting off till later, take your action today. But by not taking action and allowing procrastination to become our normal habits, we allow thoughts to start attacking our self-esteem and our character, which then turns into our self-confidence. And then we start making more excuses. And then we live in a world of comfortable, even when we want something better. Now, if you are in the habit of making excuses, you have to understand that sometimes when we start making excuses for people, it allows us to stay in and get in toxic relationships. And remember, toxic can be up to death. So who do you make excuses for and who makes excuses for you? Those are really big questions because then you need to ask the why. So part of our biggest challenge of all is reprogramming our debilitating mentalities and not letting the excuses become our reality. So, question. If we, as leaders, need things like self-confidence, self-esteem, training, that kind of stuff, what happens when your attitude says, well, I can be a leader and I have something important to say, but... We let lies infiltrate our thoughts and keep us paralyzed in fear to ever try something new. Remember that, and this was from a few weeks ago um, when we talked about self-esteem, that esteem comes from the Latin word estimire, means to value, to rate, or to estimate. Confidence is defined as a belief in oneself or one's powers or abilities, okay? Remember that self-esteem and self-confidence are not actually the same thing, okay? Confidence is how effective a person feels in a given situation or dealing with a specific task. Self-esteem is how much the person likes themselves or how worthy they feel of receiving good things in life. So if self-esteem is your opinion of yourself, why do we have low self-esteem, okay? Now, you may be saying, I have great self-esteem. I'm awesome, I'm good, I'm, I'm, I've got this part down, all right. Well, I would say that too, okay? But I wanna look at three faces of low self-esteem and see if you fall into any of those and how we can work with those, okay? The first is called the imposter. They act happy and successful, but are really terrified of failure. Now, their possible reasons for the imposter are perfectionism, procrastination, competition, or burnout, okay? So this burnout's what I want to talk about really quick, especially for leaders who might be listening to this that are in the social industry. 
This burnout can also be a compassion fatigue, okay? And if you go to our website, you can find a test on compassion fatigue for those in that industry. But the problem is, is they're happy, they act happy, they're, they act successful. The problem is, is that they're tired and they can't talk to anybody and they can't let out this feeling because everybody's um, wanting them to be successful and they're, maybe they're in a position um, in a nonprofit or something and they have to be happy-go-lucky all the time and they can't have a problem. Well, the problem is, is when this doesn't get taken care of, it will destroy us as a person. And so you need to get help with this and find somebody you can talk to and walk with, okay? The second is the rebel. He or she acts like the opinions or goodwills of others don't matter. The rebel may live in constant anger about not feeling good enough. You know that you're a rebel if you are blaming others excessively, if you're breaking rules or laws, or you're fighting authority. And the last face is called the loser. They act helpless, unable to cope with the world, they wait for someone to come to their rescue. This person may use self-pity or indifference as a shield against the fear of taking responsibility for changing his or her life. This may be all they've ever known. So if this is you, we need to work on your assertiveness skills. Um, maybe you've underachieved in life. Or maybe you have an excessive reliance on relation on others in relationships, and that's called codependent, and that's bad too. So that we've now that we've looked at these three faces of low self-esteem, I want to look at a person with a healthy self-esteem and what they may look like. This person will be productive, they'll be a leader, they will be skillful when dealing with people, they can be an imaginative problem solver. This person may have, uh, will have, not may have, will have healthy coping skills. They will look to the future with excitement. They'll be goal-oriented with a sense of accepting responsibility for their actions. But here's the clincher. But also accepting the consequences of their choices. Also, someone with healthy self-esteem has a healthy concern for, other, for the welfare of others. So as a leader and trying to become the leader that God wants you to be, I want you to look at a few scriptures this week and understand that in Psalms 139, 13 through 18, you are not an accident. God created you. And I want you to read those. And I want you to put your name where it says, for you created me, my inmost being. I want where it says you created my inmost being. I want you to put your name there. So anytime it talks about me or my, I want you to put your name in there and understand that God created you for a purpose. And I want you to meditate on that this week. Also in Genesis 1:27, do the same thing. Because God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. Put your name there. God created you. He created you in his image. Ephesians 2.10, again, do the same exact thing. For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Put your name in there and talk that scripture back to the Lord as you are looking to become the leader that God created you to be. Have a great day.